Tell you what, didn't Pastor Ellis preach a magnificent message this Sunday? Wow, the unexpected cross, beautiful, beautiful message. And uh, we thank the Lord for that. Uh, we thank the Lord uh, for what he did in our services in Port Charlotte, Florida. Uh, do pray for the people of Florida. Uh, as, it, as it looks, uh, Florida is in for a really, really difficult uh, bout and encounter with what looks to be the strongest winds of a hurricane that we have ever seen. And, uh, and so we need to be in great prayer for them. And uh, I talked to Pastor Myers today from Palm Bay, and they are evacuating uh, tomorrow, he and his family. And um, he has never evacuated before. He's lived in Florida all his life. He's never evacuated for a hurricane, but he got, he got calls from uh, some, some experts on the matters of it that, that are involved with the Hands for Healing organization that we're supporting. And they said, uh, Pastor, we know that you're a Floridian, uh, native Floridian, and uh, said uh, you'd like to ride these things out, but uh, they said you've never seen anything like this. Hurricane Irma looks to be something very devastating. And uh, F5 hurricane winds can, uh, it can disintegrate a, a, uh, a building of concrete. So we just have to pray uh, for them in Jesus' name. In fact, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the people of Florida. We pray for the people of the Caribbean islands. Lord, we pray for the people of Puerto Rico. God, everyone who is in the path of Hurricane Irma, Lord, in the name of Jesus, give them safe haven, give them shelter. Lord God, put your mighty hand upon them, I pray in Jesus' name. Cover them with the blood of Jesus Christ and let your spirit be a refuge and a shelter. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, glory to the name of God. Glory to the name of God. Be with them now, Lord, as a strong tower and a fortress in Jesus' name, a fortress that no wind can take down or, or remove. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Lord, continue to minister to the victims of Hurricane Harvey. Lord, continue to, to deliver them from that difficult, difficult test of faith, Lord. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you will bless them and, and recover them and restore that city and those cities affected, Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, pray for those affected by the wildfires and in the West, Lord God, in Jesus' name, protect them and be with them, Lord God. Lord, we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you in Jesus' name. Jesus name amen those wildfires in the west um, they're covering states of California and our musicians may go down thank you so much brother Scotty I appreciate that but those wildfires in California and Utah and Wyoming and Montana and Idaho and, uh, folks the Bible says that the whole earth groaneth together for the earnest expectation of the sons of God. And, and, and this is the earth crying out for Jesus to return. And uh, if you're not ready, you need to get ready. You need to get your heart right. What do, we, what do we mean when we say get your heart right? It means repent before the Lord. 
It means forgive whoever you're holding a grudge against. It means bear your heart before the Lord and say, God, I, cleanse me from the inside out. Wash me completely. Purify me. I, I don't want to be lost. I want to be ready, amen, to meet you when you come. Praise the Lord. Amen. So good to see Brother Steve Kovach. God bless you, my good friend. And we welcome all of our guests. Let's give all of our guests a, a, a great big hand. Amen. Thank the Lord. We're going to begin a series tonight, and uh, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, one of your favorite topics, uh, but we're going to be studying over the next few weeks the nature of God, the nature of God. And uh, so tonight we're going to begin by talking about uh, God is one. God is one. Everybody say that with me, could you? God is one. And... Uh, our next study in this series, we will be talking about God is great. Amen. God is great. And thirdly, we will be talking about God is love. And finally, we'll be talking about God is holy. God is holy. Amen. And so these are, these are four uh, foundational understandings about God that reveal to us His nature and have an, an impact in our lives, and they touch our lives, and, and, uh, and so we're going to talk a little bit about the oneness of God. First, we will begin reading from the book of Deuteronomy, and the sixth chapter, the book of Deuteronomy, and the sixth chapter, we're going to read uh, a few verses of scripture here. Now, uh, we read this because this is the foundational scripture upon which all the law and the prophets find their footing in this foundation. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse number 4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. I love how the Lord does that. When the Lord gives us a command, he just goes ahead and tells us, it's in your heart now. One place in the New Testament, Jesus was speaking and he said, now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. This is how the word of God is to operate in our lives. It's not just something that we take into consideration and then try to live up to. No, if, if it's to have its proper course, the moment that that we perceive it, it changes us. Let there be light, there was light. When he speaks, be holy, it will change us into being holy if we'll let it. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse number uh, 7. And thou shalt, listen to this, thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and you shall talk of them. So see, there's a difference between teaching them and talking of them. You shall teach them diligently unto your children. This means that you teach, you teach uh, by, by expounding, but you also teach by example. And so we have to ask ourselves, are we teaching by example that the Lord our God is one Lord? You say, how could we teach otherwise by example? Well, when you put things before him, you're teaching something contrary to the Lord our God is one Lord. What are you putting before him? What are your priorities? 
your priorities need to declare there's one God. Your, your worship needs to declare there's one God. Our giving needs to declare there's one God. Hallelujah. Our church attendance needs to declare there is one God. The way we treat people needs to declare there is one God. You say, how could I treat somebody in a way that would contradict the idea that there's one God? When you think you're better than them, when you are acting superior to them in a way of that somehow you are more important than they are, then you differ from the concept that there is one God. Hey, there's only one who gets the glory. There's only one who gets the worship. There's only one who deserves our, our absolute uh, worship and dedication. And so we, in all things and in all ways, we teach by example that the Lord our God is one Lord. And we teach it diligently to our children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. What are you talking about when you sit in your house? Magnify the Lord when you sit in your house. Who, are you tearing somebody down? While you're sitting in your house, or are you magnifying the great God of heaven and earth? And when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up, he covered just about everything we do. He, he, he said, when you walk by the way, that means when you're walking, talk of him being one God. When you're laying down, talk of him being one God. When you're sitting down, for those who are looking for loopholes, talk about him being one God. When you're rising up, talk about him being one God. Do it diligently and let it be a constant refrain in your mouth. I love uh, Brother D.L. Welch was the great uh, pastor in Pensacola, Florida. Bishop, you remember him. and He had such a beautiful church and uh, God used him to raise up the great church in Pensacola, and he did it on preaching the oneness of God, the oneness of God. There's something about that understanding, that revelation that puts a foundation in the heart and the soul of, of God's people, and, and it brings them into a oneness with him, and so he would do that, and he'd get two minutes into any sermon, and he was preaching on the oneness of God. In fact, if he got to the three-minute mark and hadn't already gotten into the oneness of God, they started getting worried about him. Maybe he'd get a little off on the doctrine there. For, it took him, took him four minutes to start talking about the oneness of God. And they'd tease him afterward. They said, we're, we're going to keep you straight now. We want to keep you straight. But it was always on his mind. It was always in his mouth to declare the Lord our God is one Lord. You shall bind them for a sign upon your hand, you shall, they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. And notice why. Notice why. It shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. You're going to come to a point in which you are in houses that are full of all good things, which thou fillest not and wells digged that you didn't dig and vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you shall have eaten and be full then beware 
lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Thou shalt fear the Lord thy God. You shall serve him and swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods of the gods of the people which are round about you. Notice this. For the Lord thy God is a jealous God among you, lest the anger of the Lord thy God be kindled against thee and destroy thee from off the face of the earth. And so, ladies and gentlemen, know good and well that the Lord God is a jealous God. Now, we're going to talk about the fact that God is love. We're going to get there in this series concerning the nature of God. But in order for you to understand that God is love, we have to understand God is a jealous God. Now, somebody said, I heard them say, it never made sense to me that God was a jealous God because they were like, he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, so why in the world would he be jealous? See, you misunderstand. He's not an envious God. He's a jealous God. See, if he were an envious God, he would that, would, that would be something to say. Why would God be envious? I don't have anything God wants. You don't have anything God wants. Now, now the other folks might want what you've got because you might have something a little nicer than them, but you don't have anything nicer than what God has. God doesn't want anything you've got. God doesn't wish he were like you. God doesn't hold it against you that you got something that he doesn't have. That's envy. He's jealous because he is all in all. He is altogether lovely. He is all sufficient. He is all wisdom. He is all power. He is all knowledge. He is all places at the same time. He is all love. He is literally everything you need. He's your light, your salvation, your shepherd you shall not want. If you seek him first and his righteousness, all these other things shall be added unto you. He's everything you'll ever need and more. He knows you better than you know yourself. He's better to you than you are to yourself. He's your father. He's your mother. He's your brother. He's your friend. He's your shepherd. The scripture says your maker is your husband. He is everything you'll ever need and you're still going to go worship something else? Seriously? He's jealous of that. He's jealous for your sake. Why would you go look for something? Idols. Israel was constantly worshiping idols. Idols having ears but they hear not. Idols having eyes but they see not. Having hands, but they cannot heal. And this great, all-knowing, all-loving God who created heaven and earth is left alone. And so God is jealous. And so you have to understand that the Lord, thy God, is a jealous God. And he's not an envious God, but he is, in fact, a jealous God. And this is something for us to understand. Now... Now, uh, notice with me from the book of Exodus, chapter 34, and verse 14. I want you to notice what the Bible says about the jealousy of God. See, the Lord told Israel, you repeat it constantly. You know, when they would walk into their homes, even now, the menorah on the side of the doorpost, and they just touch it as they walk into the house and say, Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. They're saying, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. 
There's no other God. One God. One God. One God. Our girls, one of the first things we taught them when they were little, we'd say, how many gods are there? They'd say, one God. How many gods are there? One God. It was just like clockwork. How many gods are there? One God. We were with a, a great apostolic preacher, and I wanted to show how Anna could do this. And so I said, Anna, how many gods are there? And she thought I said, how old are you? And she said, two. I said, no, no, no. What are you talking about? Dear God in heaven, what kind of heresy we got going on around here? Lord, we got to break out the search for truth Bible study chart right in here. One God. Amen. And so, so the Lord wanted to em, em, emphatically get that into their soul and into their mind and into their spirit and into their heart so that, that they would not be tempted by the gods of the heathens all around them. Because the gods of the heathens, it was tempting. The ornate temples that the heathens would build to their gods. And they would have idols that were magnificent, dripping with jewelry. And, and it, was, it, was, it was something enviable to, to look upon and, and so here Israel couldn't have any of that and they just they go back to their God and you couldn't even see him he was invisible he was invisible and so God said that's right I'm invisible and don't make any graven image unto you and 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 the reason that he was invisible is because he has an image but we understand that Jesus Christ is the express image of God's person and that you and I are made in the image of God. And we're going to get into that here in a moment. But notice concerning the jealousy of the Lord. Exodus chapter 34 and verse 14. For thou shalt worship no other God. For the Lord whose name is jealous is a jealous God. His name is jealous. His very name is jealous. Anybody know his name? Can you say his name? Can you say it louder? That name is a jealous name. Let me tell you why it's jealous. Because that name, Jesus, means Jehovah is our salvation. In declaring who is our salvation, he's letting us know what isn't our salvation. He's excluding any other possible means for salvation. The Lord God of Israel is our salvation. And Jesus is the salvation of the Lord. His name is jealousy. That's why when Moses asked him, who do I go and tell Pharaoh that, that has sent me? Who do I say has sent me? And, and the Lord said, you tell him, I am has sent you. He said, I need a name. He said, that's the name you're going to give him. I am. That's where we get the name Jehovah. It's Y-H-V-H, Y-H-W-H, Jehovah, Yahweh. It's, it's really just Y-H-W-H, and, and, and there are no vowels. We filled in the vowels and made it Yahweh or Jehovah, as it is translated in English. And, and so when the Lord would perform a miracle, for instance, when he performed the miracle of of providing a ram to substitute for Isaac on the Mount Moriah. And Abraham was amazed. The Lord provided a sacrifice to substitute for Isaac. And Abraham is looking at this. He thought he would lose his son. But, but he was trusting in the Lord. And he said the Lord will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. And here came the lamb, the ram, to take Isaac's place upon the altar. And the Lord told 
Abram, the name of this place shall be Yahweh Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord. And that word Lord means the self-sufficient one. Hallelujah. We are alive because of God's grace. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. We, have, we depend on oxygen that we have in the atmosphere. And we depend on sunlight. And there are so many processes that are involved. If we were just one inch closer to the sun, we'd be consumed. And if we were only one inch further from it, we would be, uh, earth would be completely frozen. We are, we are so dependent upon the goodness of God. But let me tell you how the Lord exists. He exists all by himself. He is not dependent on any external force or power by which he exists. He is the self-sufficient one. So when Abraham experienced that miracle, the Lord said, I am the Lord, the self-sufficient one, but I am the Lord Jireh, your provider. Hallelujah. And all throughout the Old Testament, he would let them know. He would reveal his name in further detail. Jehovah Jireh and Jehovah Shema, the Lord is present. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Tzitkanu, the Lord is righteousness. Jehovah Mekadesh, the Lord is our banner. Jehovah Rophi and Jehovah Rohi and Jehovah, Jehovah, finally, Ashua or Yeshua which is Jesus. So so this same God, Jehovah, Elohim, El Shaddai, Jehovah, who is our provider, our deliverer, our righteousness, our banner, our covering, he has become our salvation. Hallelujah. He is become our salvation. And his name is jealous. There is no other means that can be your salvation. I rebuke this modern concept that says there are all kind of roads to heaven. You know who's teaching that? The devil is teaching that. He's teaching that because he doesn't want you to go to heaven. And I'm going to tell you there's one way to heaven. And it's through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He that cometh has to come through me. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. He said, I am the door. Hallelujah. To the sheepfold. So there is one God. His name is one. He is a jealous God. The book of Isaiah chapter 44 at the book of Isaiah chapter 44 verse number 6 thus saith the Lord the king of Israel and his redeemer the Lord of hosts I am the first and I am the last and beside me there is no God and who as I shall call and shall declare it and set it in order for me since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are coming and shall come. Let them show unto them, fear you not, neither be afraid. Have not I told thee from that time and have declared it? You are even my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Yea, there is no God. I know not any. So when we talk, listen, when we talk about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, we're talking about one God. 
We're not talking about one in the middle and one on the left and one on the right and three different entities. We're talking about three distinct manifestations of God. We're talking about three offices of God. We're talking about three relationships that we have with this one God. But he's one God. You know how we know? Because beside him there is no God. You know how we know? Because here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Notice what he said in Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 5. He said, Fear not, for I am with thee. I will bring thy seed from the east and gather thee from the west. I will say to the north, Give up, and to the south, Keep not back. Bring my sons from far and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Even everyone that is called by my name. For I have created him from my glory. I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. We didn't come from a big bang. We didn't come from some kind of a one-cell amoeba that, that dramatically evolved from its own abilities and powers. He formed us. He made us. He created us for his glory. Verse number 8, bring forth the blind people that have eyes and the deaf that have ears. Verse 9, let all the nations be gathered together. Let the people be assembled who among them can declare this and show us former things. Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord. And my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he before me. There was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. I'm telling you that your Savior is the Almighty God. That's your Savior. Your Savior isn't some second other being separate and distinct from the Father, but your Savior is the Father in flesh, the only begotten Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Hey, God did not send another to do his dirty work. He became the Son of God. He became the Son of God. Hallelujah. He became the Son of God. And He brought us into reconciliation. Hallelujah. We know this from what the Bible teaches us. Let's, let's continue to read. Notice in verse 6 of Isaiah chapter 9. Notice what the Word of the Lord says. For unto us, this is a prophecy concerning the coming of Jesus Christ. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. This is Jesus. This is the son of God. This is the child that is born unto us. The son that is given unto us. This is the one that will take away our sins. This is the one that will redeem us from destruction. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Notice the government shall be upon his shoulder. His name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His name shall be called the Mighty God. His name, I'm talking about the Son's name. You ready for this? The Son's name shall be called the Everlasting Father. The Son's name shall be called the Prince of Peace. Oh, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Somebody said, well, but didn't God say, let us make man in our image? Didn't the Lord say that? Yes, he said that. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Let us make man in our image. They said, well, then who was he talking to? You tell me. Somebody said, well, he was talking to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. You say that and you're adding to the scriptures. Because he never said who he was talking to. And I'm not going to try and attempt to describe who he was talking to. If he wanted me to know who he was talking to, he'd have told me who he was talking to. He didn't say who he was talking to. But I know that when he said, let us make man in our image, he made man. And when man came forth, he didn't come forth as three. He came forth as one. But as one, he had three distinct parts of himself. Body, soul, and spirit. When you're looking at the Godhead, the three parts of God are Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Just as I am body, soul, and spirit, but one person. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. When you're looking, when you're looking at the Father, you're basically looking at the, at the soul part of God because he breathed into man's nostrils and man became a living soul. And when you look at the body of Jesus Christ, you're looking at the body of God, the image of God. And when you look at the Holy Ghost, you're looking at that spirit that fills us. And when you, listen folks, when you come into Jesus Christ, your whole being is reconciled unto God. Body, soul, and spirit. This is why we are baptized in Jesus' name. And we're not baptized into the offices that he holds as Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. But we are baptized into the name of Jesus Christ because that is his name. Now, now, I was talking recently to somebody, a good man who, who had come into the revelation of the oneness of God. And he had, he had, been, he had begun to uh, understand it and he, he realized that the Lord our God is one. And he began to realize that the, the doctrine of the Trinity has, has its roots in a lot of pagan teaching. And, and it was really, it's really something that should have been protested in the Protestant Reformation. And, and really, the, the, the revelation of Jesus' name, baptism, and the revelation of the oneness of God that emerged at the beginning of the 20th century was kind of the final piece of the Protestant Reformation. And it was rejected by much of the Protestant world. And it should not have been rejected because uh, the Trinitarian doctrine has its roots in, the, in, in, in pagan uh, uh, mystical thinking of, of God and it has multiplicities of gods and so on and so forth. But he, he, he was beginning to, he had been studying Hebrew writings and he saw this oneness that was prevailing throughout the Old Testament. It was, there was never any room for another. It was one God, one God, one God. It was over and over and over through the scriptures, one God. And so he himself, he was Trinitarian, and he was taking a trip to Israel, and, and he had 30 spots available for this trip. And he had about 15 Trinitarian pastors with him, and he, uh, he needed 15 more spots. He had a friend who was United Pentecostal Church, 
and he said, uh, he said, hey, brother, he said, could you help me? I need to fill up these remaining spots. He said, sure thing. So he gathered about 15 apostolic one God preachers to join. So they had half and half, oneness and Trinitarian. And they go to Israel. They had a great time. They're just enjoying the scenes and the sights. And, and there's this place. I've been to it. It's a beautiful little chapel next to the pool of Bethesda where there was a great healing in the, the gospel of John. And, uh, and in this chapel, you go inside and you're under this rotunda and you sing. And uh, they take the tour groups in there and they sing. And when you sing, it bounces off those walls. And it is magnificent. I, when I went in there, uh, there was a group in there already singing. And we just kind of joined their, their time. You're kind of supposed to move on, you know, and let the other group come. But they were singing. And they were singing that song, Here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely. Altogether worthy. And we just kind of started singing it with them. And... Uh, and I'm going to tell you what, the Holy Ghost moved. I just began to weep. I, I just, I couldn't even get out of there. I just, I about went and jumped in the pool of Bethesda. I thought the angel was down there troubling the water and doing backstrokes. They had to come get me out. And, uh, but he took them in there and he was thinking, you know, you want to sing something meaningful, something, something that touches people's hearts. And so he was thinking, what can I do that's sacred and holy? Well, perfect. He said, we'll sing uh, holy, 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 the doxology. And so he did. He sang, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. It's a beautiful song, but there's this, there's this line in the song. And it says, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. And when they got to that line in the song, they had 15 Trinitarian pastors and 15 oneness pastors. And when he got to that line in the song, half the choir went quiet. And so there's, you know, the whole one half is saying, God in three persons, blessed Trinity. And this whole half just goes quiet, except for one oneness pastor. And he raised his voice and said, God in his fullness, blessed unity. <laughs> he thought, well, I haven't heard that version before. So, okay, fine, fine. One of the, one of the, uh, Pastors came up to him and said, you believe those oneness preachers, they, 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 can't, they can't bring themselves even to sing this line in the, in the doxology. And he said, well, he said, we'll just, you know, they're our friends and brothers and we, we had a good time and we're having a good time. We'll just, we'll just agree to disagree. His UPC friend who had invited and asked to help him fill the remaining roles or spots came to him and said, hey, did you, uh, did you notice a little hiccup in the song there? And he said, uh, yeah, I did. He said, um, what did you think about that? He said, oh, it's whatever. It's whatever, you know. We're having a good time in Israel. Let's, we'll, just, we'll just agree to disagree. He said, okay. He said, but let me ask you a question. He said, how many thrones are there going to be when we get to heaven? He said, well, there's going to be one throne because there's one king. And he said, okay, well, then we agree. He said, uh, well, now, I don't know that we totally agree. I'm just saying there's going to be one throne. He said, if there's one throne, then we agree. And he said, let me ask you something else. He said, can you quote for me Matthew 28, 19, the Great Commission? He said, yes, I can. He said, uh, okay, let's do it. He said, go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He said, okay, let me take you back and ask you how many 
How many names? Did he say names as plural or did he say name as singular? He said, well, he said name as singular. He said, so you're telling me that there's a singular name that is attributed to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? And when he said that, now the Trinitarian preacher told me, he said, when he said that, a light went off in my head. The singular name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And he said, oh, he said, I, I need to go study. And the preacher said, the UPC preacher said, here, I got some books for you right here. I'll give them to you. He said, I don't want no books. I just want my Bible and Jesus. And he started, started studying that night, praying and reading his Bible. And he said, the Lord showed him that the same God who told Moses, I am, that great I am, is the same God who told the Pharisees before Abraham was, I am. Hallelujah. Glory. He said, I realized that the Godhead is kind of like water in that, in that if, you, if you freeze it, it turns into ice. And when it's liquid, it's just, it's just fluid water. And when it vaporizes, it, it, it becomes a steam. And he said, but it's all the same water. One water, but in three different manifestations. That's exactly the way the Lord is. Hallelujah. He is Father in creation. He is Son in redemption. And He is the Holy Ghost in regeneration. But He's one God. And don't let the polytheistic tendencies of this world or your carnal nature get you to thinking that he's separated and compartmentalized into different beings and into different persons. No, sir. No, ma'am. The Bible does not refer to multiple persons. It does not use the word person in the plurality. It is singularity. Jesus Christ is the express image of his person. There's only one person. He became the son of God because death entered the world through man's sin. Therefore, death could only be overcome through man's righteousness. And there was no man who could be righteous enough. He looked for an intercessor and he found none. So his right arm brought him salvation. somebody who was holy enough to shed precious blood he looked for somebody righteous enough and there was nobody who could qualify only God hallelujah born of a virgin made of a woman made under the law could come into this world as the only begotten son of the living God oh I'm gonna preach it now great is the mystery of godliness God, who? God, who? God was manifest in the flesh. God was justified in the spirit. God was seen of angels. God was preached unto the Gentiles. God was believed on in the world. And God was received up in the... You know who Jesus was and who Jesus is? God!
in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God all things were made by him without him was not anything made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not and that word that was God was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and full of truth hallelujah glory hallelujah he became the son of the living god you want to know why because that's who we are and we don't know it. That's who we were created to be and we were so far from what we were created to be. We had become the sons of the devil. We had become the sons of the father of all lies. We had been brainwashed. We had been kidnapped by a maniac called a serpent in the garden. And God became the only begotten son of the living God. So that he could become the firstborn among many brethren. That's what Jesus was doing when he was looking at his disciples, telling them, look, you think, you, you think what I'm doing is great. Greater works than these shall you do. Because this is who you are. I just came to wake you up. I just came even while you're dead in your trespasses and sins to commend myself for the ungodly, to die for the sinners, to reveal to you who you were always supposed to be. So I'm going to show you. Watch me. Follow me. Take up your cross. Follow me. I'm going to show you how to be a son of God. I'm going to show you how to forgive like a son of God. I'm going to show you how to treat people like a son of God treats people. I'm going to let you know how to have a relationship with the Father the way a son of God is supposed to have a relationship with the Father. I'm going to show you how a son of God is supposed to pray. I'm going to show you how a son of God is supposed to live, how a son of God is supposed to die, how a son of God is supposed to be buried, and how a son of God is supposed to rise from the dead. I'm going to show you how to be a son of God. Glory. Now listen, I got a long way to go just to be like my Lord. It doth not yet appear what we shall be. But when we shall see him, when he shall appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Glory. Hallelujah. That wasn't, that wasn't just some second person on a committee of deities. That was the almighty God. Manifest in human flesh. Becoming the son of God. Because that's who you and I are really supposed to be. I'm telling you, he came to show us who we are to be. That's why he was walking on the water. 
He walked on the water, not to show off. He was so over that. He, was a, he made himself of no reputation. He walked on the water to show Peter, you can walk on the water. Hallelujah. He came to show us what we are to be. God did it. God did it. Listen. You, you, you don't have to try to decide who did it. Was it Jesus? Was it, was it the Son? Was it the Father? Was it the Holy Ghost? Who, now, who, which one of you? No. No, in him, who? Jesus. In Jesus dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And we are complete in him who is the head of all principalities and powers. All the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him bodily. That's why he can be the lamb and the shepherd at the same time. That's how he can be the lamb and the shepherd and the door to the sheepfold and the scapegoat all at the same time. how he can be both first and last both alpha and omega both the root of David and the branch of David the Lord of David and the son of David that's how he can be a lion and a lamb all at the same time because the fullness of the Godhead dwells in him Dwells in him. My God. That's why. That's why when you're driving your car and God forbid you ever hit a patch of, of, of transparent ice, you couldn't see it on the road. And your front tire gives way to it. And your car goes into a spin. And, and, and you don't know what's happening. And you don't know what's going on. Your car is spinning. There's a ravine over here. There's a ravine over there. There's an 18-wheeler coming this way. And you need help and you need it now. You don't have to stop and wonder, what do I need? Do I need a healer? Because I'm technically not broken yet. Do I need a deliverer? Because I'm technically not in bondage yet. Do I need a redeemer or do I need a... No, no. You just call Jesus because whatever you need, it's in that name. It's in that name. Jesus. 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 There's just something about that name. Master, Savior, Jesus. Like the fragrance after the rain. Jesus. 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 Let all heaven and earth proclaim. Kings, kingdoms shall all pass away. Oh, but there's something. Oh, but there is something. Something about that name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody praise him right now. Somebody praise him right now.
Come on, somebody praise him right now. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody lift him up. Woo, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, that's it. That's it. Somebody that's been buried in the name. Somebody who believes what I'm preaching. You go ahead. Praise that name. Magnify that name. Glorify that name. Lift up that holy name. Hallelujah. 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 You know what, ladies and gentlemen, I think we need to let a worship ascend into the heavens right now to the mighty God of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. All across this building, somebody let us start way down deep inside your soul and lift up a praise unto God. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank Him for the redemptive blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory, glory from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. His name is to be praised. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the high sounding cymbals. Praise him with the loud cymbals. Praise him with the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and heart. Praise him in the dance. Halabakashata. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 I believe God's going to heal somebody right now in the name of Jesus. I believe God's going to heal somebody right now in the name of Jesus. There's a miracle about to happen in somebody's life right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you need a touch of the Holy Ghost, I want you to open up your heart and let God do it right now. Let God do it right now. Let God do it. Let God do it. Let God do it right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What you've been praying for, I want you to praise him for it. You've been praying for it. Go ahead and praise him for it. I said you've been praying for it. Go ahead and praise him for it. Because he's Jesus. Because he's the God above all gods. Because he's the king of all kings. Because he's the Lord of all lords. Hallelujah. 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 
Come on, he grabbed the key to death, hell, and the grave. Hallelujah. <laughs> glory. Woo. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, ha, 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 hallelujah. Woo, hallelujah. Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Ha. Yes, Lord. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. And heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. That's what the Lord said in the book of Isaiah. Jesus is saying it in the book of Revelation. He's one first and one last, one God. And what thou seest, write in the book. Send it to the seven churches of Asia. Unto Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. In the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, girt about the paps with a golden girdle. His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow. His eyes were as a flame of fire. His feet like unto fine brass as if they burned in a furnace his voice as the sound of many waters and he had in his right hand seven stars out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength and when I saw him I fell at his feet as dead he laid his right hand upon me saying unto me fear not I am the first I am the last I am he that liveth and was dead and behold I am alive forevermore amen and have the keys of hell and of death that's your God that's your savior that's your savior the living God the God of Israel the jealous God the one true and living God the only wise God and savior Jesus Christ the righteous whatever you have in your heart tonight, I want you to boldly approach the throne of grace and bring it before him in Jesus' name. Come on, do it right now in the name of Jesus. I feel like we can let the Lord just interrupt our midweek. Come on, can he interrupt your midweek? Can he do that right now? Can he step up into your schedule and say, I want to heal your body. I want to heal your family. I want to touch your mind. I want to deliver you from fear. I want to rescue you from sadness. Come on, can he do it? Will you let him do it? Will you let him do it? Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, if somebody wants to come to the front and pray, let's just go ahead and do it. Let's just have an altar call right now. Come on, somebody, come on. That's it. God bless you. Come on, don't hold back. This is Holy Ghost. 
This is Holy Ghost. God doesn't care if it's Wednesday night, Sunday morning. God just wants to heal and set free and deliver and break chains. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Thank you, Jesus, for the cross. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I thank you right now. I thank you right now, God, for the delivering power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, God. He shandahaya. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, Lord. We surrender to you. We surrender to you. We submit ourselves to you right now, God, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hashandahaya. He kandamahaya. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo, Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, right now move in Jesus' name. Right now, God, move in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Yes, mighty God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, that's it. He is the Lord that healeth thee. He is the Lord that healeth thee. He is the Lord that healeth thee. Doubt be rebuked right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Doubt be rebuked in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord rebuke doubt in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke fear in Jesus' name. The Lord rebuke bondage, addiction, depression in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Come on, press into it. Press into it. Go ahead and press into it in the name of Jesus. Yes, that's it. Press into it in the name of Jesus. That's it. Press into it. Yes, that's it. Open up your mouth and let the praise of God flow from your soul. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Shatahaya. Woo. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mighty God, we praise you. Mighty God, we praise your name. Mighty God, we praise your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Ah, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Hashatahaya. Yes, Lord, do your work right now, God. Do your work right now, God, in Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, do your work right now, God, in Jesus' name. That's it. You have a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of your infirmities. Bring your infirmities to Jesus. Bring your infirmities to Jesus. Don't hide them. Don't hide them. Bring in the infirmity to Jesus Christ. By his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be his holy name. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be his holy name. 
Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. If you're praying, just keep on praying. But I'm going to tell you what the Lord told me today. The Lord told me I was considering all that's happening in our world. All of the problems, all of the devastation, all of the tragedy that people are facing. I thought about talking about that, but the Lord told me, you just concentrate on me. You just lift me. You lift my name. You exalt me in the midst of this devastation, in the midst of this turmoil. Just keep lifting me higher. Just keep magnifying my name. I'm going to tell you, I don't know what you're going through, but I know the solution. Just lift him higher. Lift him higher. Lift him higher. I want those going through the toughest stuff right now to open up your mouth and praise the name of Jesus. To open up your mouth and lift high the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Lord, you are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We worship you. We exalt you and adore your name. Hallelujah. 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 Glory, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want those that have been scared, those that have been scared, I want you right now to put your confidence in God. Put your confidence in God. Go ahead. Put your trust in Him. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Go ahead. No fear in Jesus' name. No fear. No fear. No fear in Jesus' name. Come on, in Jesus' name. Somebody who has symptoms in your body, in Jesus' name. We rebuke fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Those symptoms have no hold on you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Fear be dismissed now in the name of Jesus. The perfect love of Almighty God. Cast out fear in Jesus' name. Jesus Christ is the perfect love of God. God manifest in the flesh is the perfect love of God. The perfect love of God. Cast out fear in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hatakamahaya. Yes, Jesus. Do your work, Jesus. Do your work, Jesus. Do your work, Jesus. Do your work, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Come on, that's it. 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 Praise the name of the Lord. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. 
Yes, 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 hallelujah, hallelujah, yes, hallelujah, hallelujah, shahadaha, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, 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 hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name, Master. Savior Jesus, like the fragrance after the rain, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Let all heaven and earth proclaim kings and kingdoms, they shall all pass away, but there's something about that Jesus, Jesus, go ahead and press on in, go ahead and press on in, Jesus.